Hello, my name is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from a live training session with either an individual or a group who are anxiously engaged in recovering their marriages. Please listen to several of the recordings in this podcast, and then, when you are ready, seriously consider attending the live weekly trainings from your home via webinar. My ability to provide enough individual and marriage therapy sessions has become very limited, so I created the marriage repair workshops so I could serve more people at a lower cost for you. So please, when you're ready, investigate your options at www.lazaruslectures.com. That's L-A-Z-A-R-U-S-L-E-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. So brethren, if you're going, and, and said something very important there, you're going to have to be the one who's starting it. Many times I want to say I already have a person telling me all the things wrong with me. Now remember, brethren, emotional intimacy is not a conversation where you're just setting the stage for her to dump on you. That's not emotional intimacy, okay? It's not a free-for-all. It's not where someone just gets to drop stuff. You're the listener. You control the pace of things. So if they start getting into this, and you do this wrong, and you do this wrong, and you do this wrong, do the signals. Get the signals. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm fine, and I can take one thing at a time, but I need to hear more about the one thing. I'm going to write down the other three things you said, but not right now. Guys, please practice controlling the pace of the conversation. And then she's invited to do the same when she's the listener. Now, this is hard sometimes for us men because she might be doing this more than she's doing this. And you say, I did share my feelings. And she's all, a little more please. And you're like, I told you I had a bad day. Tell me more about your bad day. I had a really bad day? Come on, talk about a little bit more. What else is there to say? What, 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 what more am I supposed to tell you? I'm frustrated. I told you my feelings. I'm frustrated. Guys, you might actually have to learn how to talk. Okay, the first thing is, brethren, uh, I want to build upon this as we get closer and closer to physical intimacy. There's a Bible verse or a scripture that uh, is implied to be completely about physical intimacy that says, and Adam knew his wife. The farther you get up the intimacy pyramid, the more you're going to need to know the unique elements of your wife's character and personality. My wife cannot do complex conversations spur of the moment because she's usually on her brain's a train and it's either on this track or it's on this track or it's on this track and turning is a high-speed turns on her train track is like cattle cars flying through a field. So when we have conversations, she needs anywhere between three and six hours of notice of anything that's not shallow. So you may have a wife who, if you try to go to anything deeper than the surface stuff, she needs to prep for it. She needs to get her mind ready for it. She needs to get on that track. So if you sincerely want to know what she's thinking and feeling, because when I say that to my wife, she's all, you want to open up that fire hose? You actually want to know what I'm actually thinking and feeling? And I remember at first going, well, 
not all of it. Okay. It's like, like, I don't want all, I just want like, you know, a few scoops. Like I just want a few, she goes, my brain's a fire hose. It's not a scoop thing. It's not that you can put a teaspoon in there, pull a teaspoon of my thoughts and feelings out. She goes, if you want it, you got to get ready. You got to get on the balls of your feet. You got to get to get your big bucket and you got to be ready to hear it. Cause when I open my mouth, it's coming. I can talk nice. So that's me knowing my wife, which is hard for my ADHD brain because I'll just walk in the room and say, what are your thoughts on this? And she's all, she looks at me and goes, really? You're going to ask me randomly right here without any preparation. What are my thoughts on that? And we had to have these tense moments. I'm like, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? She goes, I have to slow the train down I'm on right now. I have to park it. I have to get out of the train, go over to the other train, start it up and get it moving and usually by the time I get it moving, you've left the room and are not even talking about it anymore. Well, what's wrong with that? She goes, and, and this is what I learned later on. This isn't something she said. If we're going to respect and value our wives or psychologically objectify them because I want you to be the way I want you to be, I want you to talk when I want you to talk. I want you to do this. Brethren, remember, we've been talking about understanding our wives like plants and animals. You study them by their behavior, not by what they say. So if a woman has a pattern of being reluctant to talk in a setting like that, you have to find when she is. You can ask her. You can say, I'm sincerely interested in how your day is. I really want to know how your day is. Where and when is the right time to ask about it so that I can get all of your thoughts and feelings about your day? What I'm predicting she's going to say is in that moment, I'm trying to transition from what my day was to what my day is going to be. So I'm in a cognitive intimate mode where I'm talking, think more thinking about what's coming, not what has been. But you don't know that until you ask her. So you can try to do some guessing first so that you're at least engaged in the process and then do some guessing. Some of us, um, a guy and I were talking uh, earlier and his wife is similar to mine. She needs a good 12, 18 hours of prep before she has a deep conversation about something. You can't just randomly start a conversation. Any, it's even things like, hey, there's a bag of shoes uh, next to the front door. What do you want to do with that? What do you mean, what do I want to do with that? That takes me two hours to figure out what I want to do with that. And you're just, what do you want to do with that? Like, let's make an appointment to talk about the bag of shoes by the front door. We need an appointment to talk about that. If you want to access my real brain, then yes. Brethren, this is part of what we're trying to get. We, if you already had all the correct perspectives and paradigms, you wouldn't be in this room. You're here because some of the way you viewed marriage is wrong. Some of what you thought it would take to fix things is not accurate. Some things actually take more work than you think they do. But someone told us in a movie, in a TV show, in pornography... It's really not that much work to have a wife. It's easy. You just be yourself and she gets used to you. That's not reality, brethren. We are the adapters. We are the presiders, providers, protectors. If you're under the impression that a successful marriage is based on her adapting to you, that's an old school concept that leads to at least a 50% divorce rate. You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you 
the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead. Please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40 lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you will find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be. Please, please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.